You're listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the wall of freedom. Welcome back, Patriots. This is the Gunner Union of The Patriot Cause. Got a few things we got to discuss this evening. 1984, not talking about the year. George Orwell's book, published in 1949. We'll talk about that. 1619 Project. What is that impact? What is happening with our country based on that? Also, Juneteenth. Yeah. Whatever Juneteenth is. They have a flag now. So stand by for that. Last but not least, America is teaching our children to hate our country. Have you figured that out yet? Do not go away. We'll be right back. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it sacrifice for it we will not surrender for it now or ever we are back and america is the last stance in this world yep we are the end of the line as we know it as a free society of the world. Because all of them, every single country is now being controlled by the globalists. Pick one. I I really don't care. And you think, well, they have, you know, individual leaders, whatever. No, no. That's not true. They have people in power in that country that is being guided by the globalists. And today, America is part of those people being guided. That is being guided by the globalists. And today, America is part of those people being guided. George Orwell wrote a book in June of 1949, specifically talking about how the state's when he means by state, the world will be controlled by the state, the globalists. And the press of this story in 1949 absolutely appalled many people because they looked at him as being a prophecy guy or story 
futuristic, scientific guy. Well, guess what? It's no longer scientific. It's reality. The survey takes place in a imagined future. The year is 1984, when much of the world has fallen victim to perpetual war, omnipresent government surge, and I'm going to sense historical negationism, which is distortion of historical records, and propaganda. Tell you, this is happening today. They're distorting the history of America so it can fit the global narrative. And the 1619 Project is doing that. And unfortunately... The major media outlets are sucking in the Kool-Aid has to, with this 1619 project. So this is from the heritage.org website. Check it out on the show notes. Arthur Maliki. And this is what he has to say. The overriding lesson is clear. Young people must learn to despise their nation, its constitution, ideal, beating economic system, and its founders. They must resent and reject their past, possess an aggressive contemptuous and disobey the attitude towards the present and strive forcefully to create a triumphant future where the enemies of old are punished and their own innocent finally rule. Teaching young people that they have no country that there is neither a God nor justice, but only their that anger to right wrongs leads not to civilized self-rule, but to fanaticalism and self-destruction. That's Satan matter, evil to its core. Teaching a person that the country that they live in, pick one, don't care, doesn't my edit. And this is what they're doing with our children in our schools. Hannah Jones has spoken openly about the project's second goal. When my mother asked me, what's your ultimate goal for the project? 
my ultimate goal is that there'll be a representation or reparization bill that will be passed. So the 1619 Project wants millions of people to get paid money or whatever it is because of what happened in the past. This is insanity. These people have lost their minds. Absolutely lost their minds. But see, it doesn't stop there. It continues. And I'm going to bring up the Juneteenth thing that just happened this weekend. Not saying that we can't have holidays, whatever. I, I, I get it. But how many holidays in America do we have to do we have to have one every single weekend? Every Monday the government gets off because there's another holiday. And don't get me wrong, I understand that this country had problems, had issues in the past, but we have recovered and adjusted to these issues, but the leftists cannot give this up. They want to continuously go back until it's perfect. Until utopia has arrived and the government has become God. Where have we seen that before? In the Bible. The Tower of Babel. Check it out if you don't know what I'm talking about. So this is from the Observer in Sacramento, California. Educator from Jersey City Board of Education's Andre Johnson eloquently voiced his views on how vital Juneteenth and other celebrations of black history are to be taught among the youth. Johnson said, We often see school systems teach a marginalized version of black history while often shedding light on black suffering and pain. Juneteenth, however, is all about black joy and freedom. And perhaps that is why we don't see it being taught as much. So I, I get the pretense about this joy and freedom. They're free. I get that. Go back to the history. Why do we have to continuously go back to this? Why does the American people that didn't even exist during this time frame has to go back to this? Because they're being taught that you must go back to this. Instead of going back 
to when a country was formed from tyranny against, back then, the globalists, the elitists. Why are we not talking about that? Why are we not teaching our students in schools about that, how the globalists are taking over your country? And you must submit yourself. Doesn't matter what color or where in the hell you came from to this government. Why are we not teaching that? Okay, so I was confused for a little while about this Juneteenth thing over the years. But now what I'm realizing is the globalists are promoting all of this. And now you have a flag that was created for this Juneteenth thing. I'm sorry, there's one flag in America. It's the United States flag. No other flag in my mind exists. If we cannot come together under that flag, then will you be we will be separated. If we are separated, then the globalists have the ability to take control of the world. Because once we all get separated, then they will determine what flag you can fly. And if you don't fly that flag, unlike America, they will eliminate you. So I'm going to play this video, this clip, about the Juneteenth flag in New York, which absolutely blew my mind, that a town in America has decided to raise this flag. As you can see behind me, celebrate... As you can see behind me, celebrations still going strong here in the city of Niagara Falls as they held their first official Juneteenth parade and flag raising ceremony. Now, for event organizers, they say they want this to become one of the here in Niagara Falls, New York. And there is so much history that passed right through the grounds that we're on right now. So and, and, and with it being so important a part of African-American history. We want the world to know about it. Candy being thrown onto the streets, children smiling, and one <laughs> constant, a Juneteenth. And there is so much history that passed right through the grounds that we're on right now. So, and, and, and with it being so important, a part of African-American history, we want the world to know about it. Candy being thrown onto the streets, children smiling, and one <laughs> constant, a Juneteenth flag flying high. We just want everybody to come out and have a good time and to know the meaning of Juneteenth. You know, we're, we're all free. You know, freedom is for everybody. With the city of Buffalo only being a half hour away and having one of the largest Juneteenth celebrations in America, Jacob J. Fleming wants others to remember Falls begin its own legacy. 
So it's not about competition, but we just want to have a unique, give people and offer people a unique experience, bring the falls back to some of its glory days like it used to have. Learning and growing regardless of race, culture, or religion. That's what Fleming wants others to remember when they go home to their families tonight. I see the potential of this creating solidarity between white kids and black kids coming out, playing together, and enjoying a black holiday. The way we celebrate July 4th, we need to celebrate Juneteenth. Reporting, James Catato, 7 News, Niagara Falls. It's okay for people to celebrate their heritage, all of that, but you cannot raise a flag in this country to represent what you're saying because then you have many flags then you get separated from the american flag and then you're no longer american they need to understand that we're going to take a break when we get back we're going to talk about how they're teaching our kids to hate this great country, last country in this world of freedom called America. It's the guts and it's the glory, a hundred stripes, a hundred stories. It's the Pledge of Allegiance on the 4th of July It's them handwritten letters from home It's them sleepless nights alone It's his newborn baby he left with his wife Mr. Red, White and Blue To the swamps of Louisiana To the golden coast of California Uncle Sam's the only family he's got His purple heartbeat won't stop And his 18th birthday was the day he was born Mr. Red, White and Blue Lay down his life Mr. Red,
marching line, marching line. Hey. Hey. All righty, then we're back, and America is teaching our kids to hate America. You haven't figured it out yet. Someday you will. And it's amazing, absolutely amazing, how the students, but change the minds of many teachers, even senior teachers in our country. To forget about America and start talking about how to change America. And that is what is happening. They're drinking the Kool-Aid from the leftist Marxist ideology of separating us and that is what is happening they're drinking the kool-aid from the leftist marxist ideology of separating us as americans which has no flavor absolutely none today of what you look like what you do where you came from when you go to school these kids are the same but now they are being separated in a vast conceptual idea that will make the 50s and 60s look like a walk in the park. No longer are we able to determine our abilities as parents on how our kids think. Now it becomes the school's responsibility which means that the education system has now taken the quote responsibility away from you as a parent to tell your student what to think and how to act and then when they get home, then they hate you because you are their parent. Listen to this clip from The Guardian, which I hate, by the way, but it's a good clip about teaching the culture. The first part of it understands what's going on, but the last part of it Check it out in the show notes. 
is the leftist trying to correct the parents on what is going on, which is absolute insanity in a free country. Carmel, Indiana, an affluent majority white suburb just north of Indianapolis. It's known for its idyllic neighborhoods, low crime rates, and some of the country's best public schools. But recently, there's been tension in the air. Comments suspended at today's Carmel Clay School Board meeting. The superintendent made that decision after several contentious meetings over the past few months involving debates over diversity and inclusion. In early 2021, Carmel Clay Schools brought in diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives known simply as DEI, a program that seeks to combat structural racism. Since then, a battle has erupted between those that welcome the changes and others who see it as leftist indoctrination of their children. You have lost sight of your responsibilities to educate our children. Parents are learning, watching, and taking action. I think what's most troublesome was the harassment teachers and specific board members were getting at their homes. It's a conflict that has spread from local school board meetings to a culture war dividing parents across the country. They don't care what we think, they don't care what we say, they don't care how we feel. These are government schools to indoctrinate children against their parents. There you have it, indoctrinating students against their parents. Unfortunately, this clip comes from, like I said, The Guardian. So you have to listen to the full clip in the show notes, and then you're going to realize that the powers to be answers all of those questions. And it's a globalist idea. Trust me. A globalist idea. So, this is from Nikita Khrushchev. Many of you listening to the podcast may not even know who that person was. He served as the Prime Minister of Russia from 1958 and 1964. And this is what he had to say about America. You Americans are so gullible. Yes, we are because we're fat, dumb, and happy. I agree with it. No, you won't accept communism outright. But you'll Keep feeding you small doses of socialism until you finally wake up and find you're already communist. This is where we're all today. We are now communists. At least your children are. We won't fight you with bullets we don't have to we'll so weaken your economy until you fall like overripe fruit in our hands does that sound anything familiar of what's going on today This economy 
in America is being destroyed on purpose. You must understand that. Topi as Americans are being attacked by Marxists, by the globalists, by people that have this ideology of a utopia of the world. It will never, ever happen. Ever. At least not in my mind. Because man cannot become God. There's, that's how simple it is. No person, no country, no ideology can ever become the God of the universe. Because there's only one. There's only one God. That created all things. And if man continues down the road, which they will, to do what they're doing, at some point, maybe in my lifetime, maybe in yours, he'll say enough is enough. Just like he did in the Tower of Babel in the Bible. Go check it out. Last but not least, I found a person that originally started off talking about what I dislike about the USA after living six years long. But what I found out is he has some very valid points about how good it is to live in America. But he also talks about how bad it is. So I'm going to play a very short part of this clip. It's about 22 minutes long. Take a look and play that. And he has 1.5 million viewers. And it was posted on January 31st of 2021. His name is Peter Santinello. So just listen to what he has to say about America and this is a good thing not a bad thing and hopefully we can understand how important America is for this world. Good morning guys in this video I'm going to talk about what I dislike about America after living abroad for six years last video was about the positives now the negatives and a little background traveled to 85 countries lived in here and one caveat this all comes from my personal experience when comparing countries it's tough yeah, there's not one label you can put on places uh, nothing you know what I'm saying doesn't apply to everyone obviously uh, so good knowing that it's not black and white there's a lot of gray here but I'm gonna bring you into the main things that stick out to me after coming back to the States number one media Wow, it's really gone down the toilet, the mainstream media in this country, really bad. If it was nutrition service, for, it would be the choice between Captain Crunch and Fruit Loops. And imagine trying to be an athlete living off that diet. Well, the media is sort of like that in the, in the knowledge space of what the world is like and what the country is like. 
They're doing a huge, huge dis society collective psyche. They're not interested in our psychological well-being. They're not interested in, in building a better country. They're only interested in ad revenue and division. Division and negativity makes more money. So I think in a hundred years or so, people are gonna look back on mental heart and say, wow, there was actually a point in time where uh, the model of the media was to pit people against each other through half-truths, through fear, through manipulation. By doing so, they'd make more money. And by also doing so, the end result is they do detrimental years to society. And they're going to look back and say, wow, what was wrong with those people in 2021? That's how I feel right now. The media, in a way, a lot of the media is like a brand that's sold out. I think of my Samsonite bag I used to have. I had it for 12 years. The wheel fell. Uh, this thing was properly abused all over the world. And finally, finally it quit. But I got 12 years of use out of it. It was a really good bag. And I'm like, well, that's a great brand. I think I'll, I think I'll buy another one of these bags. In week two of my Samsonite bag, wanted to do off. And I lost all my uh, good feelings about that brand. I feel that's the same for a lot of the big names in media who even five years ago and definitely 10 years ago had credibility, were looking for objective truth, and so the right thing, had integrity, out the window now. The good thing about this is I think many people are waking up to this fact. Number two, politicians. Politicians are doing a wonderful job dividing us Americans. And what we should whether it be the Nancy Pelosi's or the Mitch McConnell's, they're pretty much the same people. They do not have our interests in mind. They have their interests in mind. They have their backers' interests in mind. And so what they're doing is putting us against each other when the longer I'm doing is collecting ourselves and going against them. Number three, curiosity. A lot of Americans are curious, but a lot aren't. And it's easy to get stuck in our information silos, in our cultural silos. It happens for me, and I'm away from society. The longer I'm on the internet, it's like my curiosity uh, dissolves to some degree. You know, I find myself looking in the same spaces. You know, we get stuck in our digital realities, which, look, I've found uh, do not match. Here we've been, uh, what's going on, you know, on the streets in America. In downtown San Francisco today, this is Sunday morning, it's really quiet these days. Lots shut down. And it doesn't look much different on Monday morning. Okay, four. Racism. This last Southeast Asia, America is one of the most racist places on the planet. Uh, well, at least the media is telling us that. The very interesting thing is, when I get on the ground here, when it, whether that could be in the, in the South Bronx, in, in New York City, I could be in uh, Queens, where it's mostly, you know, uh, could be with the Hasidic Jews, uh, every different group here, zero problems connecting, talking with people on, a, on an equal level, zero tension between us being from different backgrounds. And so to be told that if you want it, we're all pitted against each other. If you look online, on the, you know, at the news, well, it's, it's, it's not how I felt on the ground as far as coming from a different background and making it happen in this country and not being excluded. I, I, I do believe if you're disgusting, bad enough, and you're hardworking, this place 
lets you achieve what you want to achieve with the least amount of tension from being from, from somewhere else. And I'm not discrediting anyone's racist experience that happens. It's just America. It sucks. We need to get to less of that. Uh, but overall, America is one of the least racist countries I've been to. So did you hear what he said over the, you know, five minutes or whatever that I played that clip? Country it is the least racist country of his 85 that he has been to. But yet, this is what these people are driving into this country. And because the globe runs the rest of them. They're forcing racism across the globe so they can control their narrative. Kidding me? How you think. That's how simple it is. If you think a communist country and the tyrants that run it are not racist, are you, you, think about China, for instance. You can't even migrate to China if you're black. That's the truth. That's the honest to God truth. And a cannot live in China without suffering if you're not a Chinese. Matter of fact, they probably won't even let you in the country. Think about that one. Basically, they're all going to be connected together. That's how this socialism crap works. And the globalists are going to control where you can go. Except on your skin, based on your abilities, based on where you came from. That's what they're doing. They're separating this globe. So that only people of a certain type can cross this border or cross the determined border. I guarantee you this is what's happening. Because once they can control all the borders and all the countries, then they can determine just like Hitler did, those individuals that can live and those that cannot. This is the gunny out. For the flag and let's all ring the liver of the bell Let's make a Ford and a Chevy It'll still last ten years like the Chevy